Hello there. Come here, my little friend. Don't be afraid. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is weird. I'm recording right now. Hi, welcome back to Star Wars in a Galaxy. Um, we're not doing the back half of the Clone Wars um, this week, uh, if you can tell, because we're not all together right now. Jacob cannot record this week. He has another situation that prevents him from recording this week. Don't worry. He is still the co-host. Um, he is um, just not going to be available for this week. He's going to be back next week. We're going to be do some more hard-hitting in a galaxy with our next episode about the back half of the Clone Wars movie. That will be coming out next week. This week, I tried to figure out something, and there was that trailer, the Mandalorian trailer, which was um, released this uh, past week. The sneak peek. The 60 second sneak peek. And I know a lot of people were disappointed with that sneak peek. And I am too. Because, you know, it didn't reveal a lot. Um, it was not a lot of new footage. We didn't get a lot. But I'm not one to dwell on the negative a lot. Um, I like talking about the positive stuff for Star Wars. And I thought it would be fun to do a look back in the Disney era. Since Disney bought Lucasfilm. Of the five best trailers that we got um from Disney Lucasfilm uh for anything not just movies cuz movies you know there are five Disney Star Wars movies right now that would make for a very boring list um uh, it would just be the order of them that would matter uh we, but i decided to include um the tv shows and the video games in there and the high republic too but that's not on either of the lists and i said either of the lists cuz jacob was kind enough, um, he's a trooper, to provide me with his list and his this month for this, um, this week's, uh, one quarter portion. I'm gonna do my accent later, I guess he could say. Um, and, um, yeah, so thanks to Jacob for getting that into me, and so we ca so I can record this episode. This is so weird. Um, I guess, I, I totally forgot to say, I'm Eli, welcome to Star Wars in a Galaxy, watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. Uh, yeah, this is, I guess, another special episode, you could say. Um, yeah. So let's get into this. Going on, um, I'm just looking back at the editing. I say iconic so many times in this, um, uh, episode that I am going to do a little editing challenge for myself. I am going to put a ding in every single time I say the word iconic, and I'll let you know my final tally, because it's way too much, and I want to stop using it. So, yeah. Funny enough... Jacob and I both have the same number five, so I'll discuss our number five, which is the first, one of the first trailers, I think, released in the Disney era for Star Wars, which is the first trailer for Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Uh, there's so much to like about this trailer. I was just, like, pulling it up on my computer over here. Um, man, there's so much to love about this trailer. Um, I remember watching this trailer. It was mind-blowing. You know, we get those cutaways with Ray and um, Finn, and we get to see their stories begin, and there's so much nostalgia, and, like, the music, the music is, the music was really, like, how they edited the John Williams music into that trailer is the really magical part of this trailer. Um, not to mention the nostalgia. The nostalgia is ringing through with this trailer. Um, it is, um, and we... You know, it reveals a lot with it reveals a lot without revealing a lot. You know what I mean? It reveals like it it 
It shows that the old generation is back, but they're not the same as they used to be. It shows that they, uh, it shows this new generation, Ray and Finn and Poe, and the struggles that they go through. Uh, I know a lot of people have ver various different thoughts about the sequel trilogy as a whole, but um, Jacob's veering more negative and mine viewing, veering way more positive. But uh, there's just the excitement in this um, trailer right here. I remember watching it and I remember being hyped to see The Force Awakens. And let me tell you, that movie did not disappoint um, in actually either of our opinions. I know both of us. Jacob and I both think very, very, very highly on The Force Awakens. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's go back through the trailer. Let's let's do a let's do a play by play of the trailer. Actually, let's look at this. So we see Rey and she's scavenging in the Jakku desert, and um, we see that um, iconic shot, which is mirrored again in the Rise of Skywalker um, of Rey and BB-8 strolling through the Jakku desert. Um, and we see, like, the desolate life Rey lives and all of that kind of stuff. And we see Finn deserting the First Order who's, you know, gonna wipe out the stars from the galaxy. We see that iconic shot also. That's the, that's the great thing about this trailer is it screams iconic. Um, uh, and that shot of the TIE fighter falling down to Jakku. Um, we, we see that very, again... I'm, I'm overusing the word iconic right here, um, but I think it's for a reason, because the shot of Kylo Ren uh, watching the beams from Starkiller Base go to destroy the Hosnian system, uh, and of course we get the I will finish what you started with the Vader mask. Oh my god, I'm just going back through this trailer and getting so much nostalgia from it, um, and uh, we get, oh, I remember... I remember watching this in the theater for the first time, and in the trailer, honestly, too. Um, the Falcon flying through the debris, being chased by TIE fighters. Um, we get one of my favorite lines from The Force Awakens, one of my favorite exchanges from The Force Awakens. Um, uh, there are stories about what happened, and then Han going, It's true. All of it. Uh, that's such a great um, exchange. And then we get some more shots of Finn and Poe, and X-Wings, and showing that the excitement is back, and um, Ray and Finn running away from the explosion. Let's see. Oh, uh, Kylo and Phasma on Jakku. Um, Ray, um, Ray in the forest. Chewbacca, Han, and Finn in the. Wow, this is a great trailer. I forgot how awesome this trailer is. Um, and then of course we get uh, the Force Awakens title. I don't think this was the first time it was revealed, but you know, still a still a very good title. Um, perfectly describes the movie in its, in its, uh, essence, is what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, that's, um, that was a shorter one because Jacob and I had the same number five. Let's get to Jacob's number four, actually. Let's look at Jacob's number four. Jacob told me his number four is the first official trailer for season one of The Mandalorian. Um, I actually remember... Jacob and I were together when we watched this trailer for the first time. Actually, I'm not sure. I think I might have watched it before he did. But um, either way, I remember showing this trailer to Jacob. Um, and uh, this trailer is a weird trailer because it's the opposite of Force Awakens. Uh, it's very much not the same. It's very. It does not crave nostalgia. Well, as much. Um, it's it's a it's a different trailer. Um, this was not on my list, but, you know, I 
I agree that, like, all of the, um, trailers on Jacob's List are valid, um, and I like a lot of those trailers, too. Mandalorian is an interesting one. We got the- I- I gotta stop using the word iconic, people! Um, uh, the shot of Stormtrooper- the Stormtrooper helmets on the pikes, which shows us that we're really in for a different kind of Star Wars, um, which is awesome, and I love that about the Mandalorian. Um, and we get the shot of the Razor Crest flying over Sorgan, um, of, of him walking in. Oh, we get the shot of, uh, of him handing in all the bounty pucks with the flaw, with the Kalimari flan, and we get the sh our shots of Grief Karga, um, and we get our shots of Cara Dune. One of the craziest things about this trailer, I remember, no one knew about Baby Yoda. Like, Nobody. You know, it wasn't revealed in the trailer. I mean, that's obvious, but, like, it's so crazy how Baby Yoda changed the show. We have Cara Dune in here. We have some shots of Shion and Gideon, who doesn't even appear until the seventh freaking episode. I mean, what the heck? Um, what a reveal. Um, and this this trailer really is is something else. Um, we have the Mandalorian cornered against um, the Stormtroopers in that scene in the client's office. We have the Mandalorian IG-88. Um... We have, oh, of course, the iconic shot um, of, wow, I gotta stop using the word iconic. Man, this is really killing my vibe right now. Of the, the, um, the, wow, I can't, the vibrant cord in the door when he splits the guy. I remember seeing that for the first time and I thought, wow, this series is going to be something different. I've never seen such an innovative use of technology of, of the universe. And, of course, we have... Our very famous line from the client himself. Let's see if I can do my good, my best. Uh, Werner Herzog, right here. Um, Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? Um, yeah. Oh, such a good trailer. I appreciate number four. My number four. Let's look at my number four. This is an unorthodox one. I'm. It's. I'm not gonna tell you that this is like everyone's pick for, like, the best trailer ever, um, uh, and that's the trailer for the now, as of yet unreleased video game, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, I'm not talking about the reveal trailer, because that one's very, very brief, I'm talking about the gameplay reveal, um, I don't know if I've talked about this on In a Galaxy, um, that much, but I've always felt this way. I love stuff that includes all nine episodes of the saga. That feeling of completion, that feeling of having everything, of seeing, you know, um, y you know, going from Jar Jar and one to like Babu Frick and nine, and like I love that feeling of completion, of having a full story, of having that full tapestry, as Alden Diaz from Octo Radio would put it. Um, and that's what I love about this trailer. We get to see stuff from every single Star Wars movie. How amazing is that? Um, we get, we see, um, the twin sons, uh, from four. What else? We got Luke training on Dagobah from five. We have also, um, Luke versus Vader from five. We skip six for some reason. I don't know why it's the best Star Wars movie. We should never skip six. Um, for Return of the Jedi. Uh, we have, uh, the pod race from one. We have, Battle of Genos in the arena from two. Uh, we have the uh, 
Mustafar duel in three, and then clones fishing out Anakin. And by the way, we've covered five Star Wars movies already, and we are exactly 25 seconds into the trailer. This is what I'm saying. Um, we have Vader in a Rogue One-esque moment, but I think it's actually a new hope. Um, we have Leia's transmission from also episode four. Luke and um, Luke uh, in and outside of the Death Star flying and just on the ground uh, in the Death Star from A New Hope. Uh, uh, we have Luke lifting the X-Wing from five. Finally, no wait, no, uh, yeah, finally we have a speeder bike scene from episode six. We have the um, barge scene from six. We have, this is fun, we have the... Um, Leia arriving on Takadana from seven, and she forgets her hairpiece, so she has to put on the right one. We have Rey finding Luke in, uh, and with the cloak in the Porgs, and they stole a cloak. That's hilarious from seven slash eight. We have Poe with BB-8 from also episode eight. We have, and we have Rey training on Pasana and dueling with Kylo Ren on Kefbeer from nine. And again, we are a minute. 10 seconds into the trailer right now we've successfully covered all nine star wars movies in lego form i was a big fan i've actually played all the lego games i played um uh complete saga i played the clone wars i played the force awakens um this is the video game that's excited me. this video game excited me when it was announced it was announced the same around the same time as squadrons and we were hyping up and i know squadrons has been released now and i played and it's really good but this video game hypes me up even more than Squadrons. Probably five times as much as Squadrons. I'm I'm excited for this game. Five times as much as Squadrons. We have some other cool shots. We have Luke and Leia. Um, I'm just going through the trailer right now. We have Luke and Leia and R2 and 3PO watching the Falcon at the end of five. We have uh land. We have no. We have Padme and Anakin being carried off to what they think is their death. In um two, we have. Lando and Chewie and Janna and Finn in the Falcon and Rey with her new Rey Skywalker lightsaber from Nine um, and the Falcon on Bespin. Uh, we have uh, shots. And again, it's just the, I, the iconicness. I need to stop using that word. Um, it's, it, it's, it, like, it's the stuff we love from all the nine movies. And there's the Rancor from Six and then there's the... Um, there's Rose and Finn on the ATST from 8, and, uh, Poe blasting Stormtrooper, uh, TIE Fighters from, uh, 7, and, what's that, R2, uh, no, that's the Falcon up against, um, Star Destroyers, I think, in 5, uh, then there's the crew and the Falcon, yeah, that's from 5, we have the Duel of Fates from 1, we have Finn and Janus charge from, uh, from 9, I know I'm listing a lot of stuff. We have, yeah, it's just the iconicness of, and again, I, I keep saying that word. I can't limit myself. Um, it's, it's, it's a bad, it's a bad sign. Um, it's, it's just that, like, it, it, this is, this is the most nostalgic trailer probably on the, on this list because of that. Um, you know, it's just a video game. So, um, you know, I think a lot of the TV and the movie content is better, but like, you know, you gotta, you gotta talk about this. Jacob's uh, third one. We're talking about the Rebels mid-season three trailer. Um, yeah, I completely forgot about a lot of them. I mean, I didn't forget about them. I just didn't include any of the mid-seasons on my list. Spoiler for my list. Um, uh, and again, I know I'm gushing a lot about a lot of these trailers, but there's a lot of stuff to love. 
um, about this trailer. The hallmark of this trailer for people who don't remember um, the Rebel Season 3 mid-season trailer, we're talking about um, this, this is, is the one uh, from the holocron that keeps repeating and it's torturing everybody um, and Ezra goes to see what it's all about and the holocron's still controlling him. We get stuff on Geonosis, foreshadowing the Ghost on Geonosis episode. We get a shot, uh, um, and it's all about how the Empire's getting better at doing their doing their stuff, and they're really zeroing in on the Empire. We see Mon Mothma and the formation of the Rebellion before we officially see it in Season 3. Um, we see, uh, yeah, we see a lot of Thrawn in this trailer. Um, yeah, we see a lot of Thrawn in this trailer. We also see what's going to eventually be Trial of the Darksaber and uh, Legacy of Mandalore, two of the best episodes from the series. Um, and Sabine, remembering what family is. Um, we also see um, some Saw stuff. Uh, yeah, it's mostly Sabine in this trailer, um, though there is some other stuff in this trailer. And then we get um, our biggest reveal of this trailer. I remember how hyped I was when I saw this. Um, You're in the wrong place. Ezra Bridger. Um, and it's the hyping up of the Obi-Wan Maul duel in Twin Suns, which is my favorite episode of Rebels. Uh, and I remember when I saw that and I'm like, they're bringing Obi-Wan into Rebels. They're bringing Obi-Wan into Rebels, people! Like, it was, it was mind-blowing. It, it is, um, and like, I'm, I'm looking at the comments on the video, um, it's, it's all about Obi-Wan. That entire, um, th that entire thing is about, um, Obi-Wan, and it should be, because he earned that in the trailer, and Steven Stanton did a surprisingly very good job at doing, um, his best, uh, Alec Guinness two years before he Alec Guinnessed his Alec Guinness. Um, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed uh, the mid-season three trailer, and I'm glad to see Jacob ranked it at number three. Um, this is so weird. I, I have, it's so weird. Um, I'm not doing it with him and having his constant uh, feedback. I'm not sure if this counts as a trailer, but I think it counts as a trailer. Um, I and it's 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 the longest trailer on the list because it's not really a trailer as much of a, as it is a um, like I guess it is a trailer. I think it's a trailer. Um, and I have only a couple words to say to you. Hi players, this is John Boyega, and this is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, I remember when this trailer came out, and I, and I wanted nothing more in the world than to get my hands on this game. I know it had a rough launch, I know there was microtransactions, I know all of that, I know people didn't like the story, I actually kind of did like the story because I love Iden Versio and all those characters, those are good characters. But man, did this game live up to this trailer, I gotta say. Um, you could play, um, you could play anything. You could do anything you want in this game. And I love Battlefront 2 this game day just because of that. You know, we the first Battlefront, I've also played the first Battlefront, you know, it was only original trilogy era. And it didn't really feel like Star Wars, I gotta say. It really didn't. It felt like you're playing in a Star Wars diorama or something. Uh, but like, I but the immersiveness of this game, I could talk so long about why I love Battlefront 2. Um, you know, it shows locations in Battlefront 2 at launch, 
four and um at, at battlefront one at launch four locations um battlefront two at launch 18 heroes six at launch for one and 14 as long at launch for um uh two vehicles 11 at launch for one and 13 9 at launch for um two and that's crazy i mean i remember and and they also talk about their dlc um and we see their multi-era thing we see Camino and Yavin 4, Starkiller Base. They really got the multi-era stuff right. I gotta say, I love this stuff. Um, and uh, they have, uh, they show all the locations that are in multiplayer. Death Star 2, Kashyyyk, Jakku, Endor, Hoth, Camino, Starkiller Base, Yavin 4, Moss, Isley, Takodana, and Naboo. What a stacked list of maps for Battlefront 2. Um, and it only got better with their additions later on of Genosis. And um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, wow, I'm blanking on Battlefront 2 history right now. Asian Kloss and Crate and all of that good stuff, man. Um, I am a huge fan of Battlefront 2 and I remember seeing... Um, and they added the class system back. They added Assault Heavy Specialist and Officer. They added like all these new weapons. It's so cool. They added reinforcements and ships. And my personal favorite heroes, they added Rey and Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and Maul. And, you know, later in DLCs, they'd add Count Dooku and Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, BB-8 later on. That's crazy. Um, it was, and then they introduced the star cards thing. I know it was a little pay to win sort of thing. I know, I know, I know. Um, and then they also introduced their, they had five modes at launch, which is crazy. Because they had so many more modes adding on, um, Starfighter Assault and Heroes vs. Villains and Galactic Assault. And, sorry, I'm gushing about Battlefront 2, but that game was and is so amazing. And then they introed the story, which I know a lot of people don't like. But I dig Aiden Versio. I love her character story. I I think she's I think she's possi quite possibly one of the best characters ever ever introduced in a video game for Star Wars. Man, I've been going on for a long time. Oh yeah, they 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 also served as the announcement for the crate DLC with um the crate map and uh Finn and Captain Phasma in hype for Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Man, oh my God, it's just like uh I'm so sad that this game is no longer receiving live support. I wanted the Ahsoka and Ventress and Mandalore and like I wanted more sequel trilogy content because they gave us a map from the sequel trilogy where a battle never was fought. Like come on dice. Uh, and it pains me so much that we don't have more content from this game. It's really I, I re I'm really sad about that. Um, I've been harping on about Battlefront 2 for way too long now. That's my number three. Let's go to Jacob's number two. Which is another Rebels mid-season trailer, but this time we're talking about season four. This was the final trailer ever released for Star Wars Rebels. Um, I actually gotta admit, I don't remember this trailer a lot. Um, I was looking at it. It was it it was a very episode nine thing of, of how they um how they looked back on Ezra and Kanan's relationship and how it was all coming to a close now. Um in more than one way, actually. Um, half of the trailer is just retrospective. Um, more than half, actually. Let's look. 
it's it we're looking at yeah about it's it gets into original stuff i'd say 125 out of the 235 that the trailer is so there's not a lot of new stuff but i understand the nostalgia and i appreciate that um we get our first glimpses of the world between worlds before we knew what the world between worlds was i remember actually when i saw this trailer i'm like yeah so kanan's biting it right um and of course he did bite it it was a little obvious seeing it coming but the way they did it was so elegant and so just sad um, and poetic and so great. Um, this this trailer, you know, I I don't have a lot to say about this trailer, but we get to see a lot of stuff, hyped up stuff from the World Between Worlds especially, which I don't really think anyone knew what the World Between Worlds um, was going to be. You know what I mean? It, it was such a mind-blowing... It was such a mind-blowing revelation, and this was just giving us some tastes on onto what the Star Wars Rebels uh, World Between Worlds madness could be. Um, that's still one of my favorite episodes of that show. Um, I'm sure Jacob could totally rant about it more than I could, um, so I'm sorry about that. But you know what? It's it's all good. Let's look at my number two, um, which is the first trailer for Star Wars. Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. I guess you could say the teaser. The one that with the tagline, every generation has a legend. Um, and man, let's talk about this teaser. Regardless of what your thoughts are about the final product, I personally love the... Um, I personally love The Rise of Skywalker's movie. I know a lot of people don't, including Jacob. But let's just talk about this trailer. And of course, the first thing we gotta talk about is the flippy jump. Um, the flippy jump. Uh, yeah. That Rey does onto the TIE Fighter with that tagline, Every Generation Has a Legend. And she does that incredible flippy jump. And I remember when I saw that for the first time, I was... My mouth was dropped to the floor. I was just like, what is happening here? Um, and we get to see the best new legacy with Rey and all of those people. I had to drop my Ochi reference in there. Um, I going to Kajimi and Kylo Ren clotheslining the guy on Mustafar, and we get to see our uh, the shots of repairing Kylo's mask and um, the new shots of Finn and Poe and the light speed and the explosions on Pasana and the ship going down and Rey hugging Leia with the metal and oh my God, what could make this trailer any better? Oh, wait, they're all together for a final adventure. And, oh, wait, no one's ever really gone. They're staring at the Death Star, and Luke says no one's ever really gone. And that's when we get our revelation. We go close to a black screen and the Emperor cackling. I remember when I first heard that, I'm like, it can't be. They didn't bring the Emperor back. And nobody, and, um... And they kept bringing the Emperor back. And then I heard his cackling. And, oh my god, they brought the Emperor back. And we get to see the final the, the the final shot, which is the official title for the installment of Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, which I heard, I remember there was a little bit of controversy around the name. And I'm like, my opinion, I remember my opinion was like, hey, this is their saga. They deserve a, they deserve a name for themselves, the Skywalker Saga. Um... It's it, and I remember. I also remember watching it with the celebration thing. Um, and 
we get our famous um, line from Ian McDermott, which will go down in celebration history, I'm sure. <coughs> roll it again. And then they roll the trailer again, and oh my freaking god, the rise of Skywalker, the teaser, is one of the best Star Wars trailers ever. And that's why it's my number two on that list. Let's get to Jacob's number one. And it was an interesting choice. Um, I, this is an interesting choice, and it's a very minimalist trailer. It's, there's, not, there's not a lot to this trailer, but what it does give us is so, so good. And um, J it, Jacob ranked it as number one, and I can see why. And we're talking about Clone Wars Saved. July 19th, 2018, we see the missiles flying above all of the helmets of the clones we know and love. I'm pretty sure it's a moment just animated for the trailer, and man, does it deliver. Um, and we get our tagline, the war left unfinished until now, we get our shots on Anaxes, and we realize that the show that we lost is coming back for one final season, and it can't be better. We see the Clone Wars logo flash on, and we um, what we we uh, at, and Anakin asks Rex what um, what he, what's he's bringing him back from the ship to the ship for, and we see Ahsoka. And that's when we get our hashtag Clone Wars saved. And man, you know, Jacob probably has a different story, but I remember seeing this trailer and, and I just like, I couldn't believe it. I, you know, other trailers were like, oh, and I, I, I described the Red Skywalker trailer with all. This was disbelief. This was, wait, my baby, the Star Wars that I hold like, some of the Star Wars that I hold dearest to my heart, The Clone Wars, is actually returning. It was, it was a moment I'll never forget. It was a moment that I will never, ever, ever forget as a Star Wars fan. It was such a fulfilling, um, it was, it, it was, it, it was such a fulfilling closer to the war left unfinished until now. Um, and this trailer, seeing this trailer was something I can never really describe. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm at a loss for words about this trailer because it's so indescribable. The, the joy and the hype. Jacob could probably say it better than I can, but yeah. Um, uh, I guess it's time to talk about my favorite Star Wars trailer in the Disney era. And it's a surprising one, I actually think, but, like, it's, oh my god, it's such a great trailer. Um, we're talking about the Season 3 official trailer for Star Wars Rebels. Um, uh, battles leave scars. We see Ezra and Kanan adjusting to how Malachor's impacted him. Ezra by way of the Sith holocron. Kanan by way of being blind and having to do everything blind now. We get our first glimpse at Wedge and Tilly's. Wedge and Tilly's. We're going to see a Wedge origin story this season. I remember that episode. It's such a good episode. The Achilles and Distraction. We, they're rescuing Hondo from Reclam Station. That's cool and all. We get to see the battle droids from the last battle 
again, see the first half of season three has some stellar episodes. Um, and we see one last glorious day in the Grand Army of the Republic. Um, we see some more Mandalorian actions with the episode Imperial Super Commandos. Um, I'm rushing through the trailer to get to the point that everyone knows I'm going to talk about because this is the this is why the trailer is great. Um, we start hearing organs being played. We start seeing Empire's might, and we see Governor Price for the first time. She's going to take full charge in eliminating the rebels from the Lothal system, and she needs someone who thinks differently. And 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 Sindula says that these attacks are are coordinated and they're better planned and the Empire seems to be anticipating their their every move and we get a close-up and we and we hear our first glimpse at the new villain for seasons three and four of Star Wars Rebels here we go terrible impression coming on to defeat an enemy you must learn them not simply their battle tactics but their history philosophy art and that's when we learn that Grand Admiral Thrawn is coming to Star Wars Rebels. I was watching this. I was on the. I was on my bed when I was watching this trailer on my computer, and I was sitting on the edge of the bed. And when Thrawn uh, came out, I fell off the bed. Uh, it it's just what happened. I fell off of the bed because I could not believe that they got Grand Admiral. Thrawn Thrawn into Rebels. You know, I'd read the Thrawn trilogy. I was a I was a decent Thrawn fan. The new canon has only uh the new canon has only made me appreciate Thrawn more and more and more and more and more. But th- but the possibilities, you know, um we called our last episode Rada the Hut ran. No, Rada the Hut walked so Baby Yoda could run. Thrawn in Rebels walked so Maul in Solo could run. It's it's just it's just the truth. You know, Maul, we saw what the new canon could do with characters that we loved from Legends, like Thrawn, like making Kanan into a sort of Kyle Katarn-esque character. Like, you know, um, there's a bunch of KOTOR references in Rebels. There's, you know, um... To even bringing Revan back in the nine diction visual dictionary, that's all possible because of Thrawn and his impact, and um, uh, we we get some Bendu action and all that. But everything is overshadowed by Thrawn vowing to pull the rebels apart, piece by piece. They will be the architect of their own destruction. Um, man, I I love this trailer so much oh we see the sabine with the dark saber but i don't even care at this point because thrawn thrawn with thrawn roto man such a good trailer i've been ranting about this for so long and that's our list um in recaps jacob's list in order number five force awakens trailer number four mandalorian season one trailer um Number three, Rebel Season 3 mid-season trailer. Number two, Rebel Season 4 mid-season trailer. Number one, Clone Wars saved trailer. My list goes accordingly. Number five, Force Awakens trailer. Number four, Lego Skywalker Saga trailer. Number three, Battle High Players. This is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Number two, The Rise of Skywalker trailer. And number one, Season 3 of Star Wars Rebels. 
official trailer. Um, and yeah, I thought it would be nice to inject some positivity into the uh, Star Wars um, fan base, hopefully. Um, I know this this Mandalorian Season 2 uh, sneak peek was a little bit um, disappointing, but um, I... Uh, I hope I I think I think Mandalorian season two is going to be worth it, and I'm excited to see what reveals it has. Now let's get to our everyone's favorite part of the galaxy. <coughs> One quarter portion. Um, and th it's this month for this month. Um, and Jacob provided me with his. Um, he's he said to me. Uh, he texted me. I just finished last shot. I think it's very interesting and cool seeing a bit of L3's perspective and sto and the story of the beacon is neat. I don't know what that is because I've never I haven't read Last Shot, but I think he's talking about I know there's this thing called the file length redux tra transmitter that's a major plot in the story, so maybe that's um but he says the narrative style of constantly um switching between different points in time made it difficult to follow. Um I'm starting to reread from a certain point of view as well. Uh, I should probably start doing that in preparation from pre from a certain point of view to Imperial Boogaloo, as I'm calling it. Um, which I, both of us, I've discussed this with him. Both of us are so hyped from that for that book. Um, I think it is a real treat and one of the best Star Wars books to come out since Disney took over. I might bargain that from a certain point of view is the best Star Wars book, uh, the best canon Star Wars book uh don't at me uh yeah um it was great hearing what he's um doing this month and uh let's talk about what um i am doing what i'm uh, looking at star wars this month we're gonna we're talking about spoilers um so i'll leave a timestamp in the description if you want if you don't want spoilers from the new comic darth vader number six go to the timestamp that I put in the description because um, I'm going to be spoiling Darth Vader 6 because I love... Uh, I'm not a big comic reader, and I just picked it up. Um, I just picked up Greg Pak's uh, Darth Vader comic because I'm excited. Um, and basically, the plot of the Vader comic is that... Um, so, in the first five issues, Vader's been on a mission after he found out that Luke is his son. Um, he's been... He... he was on a he was in a skirmish with a lot of Padme's old allies on Naboo, uh, Sabe and Rick Ollier and all of those people. Um, and the Emperor's like, did, did, have I taught you nothing about dark side? I need you to dark side more. And Vader's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And Palpatine's like, yeah. And so he tortures him a bit. I mean, he really tortures him. Like he cuts off his arms and zaps him with lightning and he's like okay so amita over here must Amita, my boy go ahead and drop there off the same place that i found him on mustafar make him suffer and um and uh and uh palp and palpatine uh drops him off and masamita on the way uh, on the ship ride back he's like so i think he's gonna be pretty angry and Palpatine's like, yeah, I think he is too. That's why I sent a Sith assassin after him. But not just any Sith assassin. Who else but Ochi of Bestoon? You see why I bought this comic now. We got one panel, one precious panel of my boy Ochi in a sweet suit of armor. And I'm so excited 
we're getting in a couple weeks the seventh issue of the Darth Vader comic, and we're going to see more of my boy, Ochi. I'm so excited that Greg Pak wrote Ochi of Best Dude into the Vader comic. I'm way too hyped about that. I know. I understand. It's 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 kind of a problem, honestly. Um, Jacob will admit that. I will admit that. Everyone will admit that. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. It's I cannot believe that... Uh, that Ochi is coming to the Darth Vader comic. Um, so, so, so cool. So awesome. So great. Um, let me give a little bit of a shout out. I haven't done this yet because I'm recording this early, but, um, on Friday night, um, I am, I was on, I haven't been on, but I was on, uh, the stream for, um, Pink Milk, a Star Wars, um, lgbtq plus podcast um they're doing streams now and they um were kind enough to ask me for more um uh to kind of they were kind enough to ask me for uh more questions from the star wars official ap exam link in the description uh and um i was there i think i'm going i think i was i don't know because i haven't done it yet they're live fact checker um, and so go check them out. They're a really awesome podcast, um, and they bring some really important values to the Star Wars conversation in terms of looking at it from the perspective of LGBTQ plus people. Um, other than that, that's going to be it for this episode of Star Wars in the Galaxy. Next week, we're going to actually be doing the back half of the, the Clone Wars movie, I promise. Um, uh, follow us, um, uh, you can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Pub. Apple Podcasts. Wow, I can't speak right now. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at In a Galaxy Pod. I'm on Twitter way too much on that, and um, you can see what I'm up to and what we're up to um, on there. Um, you can email us swinagalaxy at gmail dot com. Please email us. We would love to get some emails from listeners, questions, comments. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, until next time, uh, may the force be with you. Always. Everyone, this is just me, Eli, doing a little bit of an afterword on uh, some stuff where Inner Galaxy was featured this week. Um, first of all, I'm recording this after the Pink Milk stream, and uh, that was really fun. Uh, I provide some trivia. They, they're they really great. Um, it was from the AP exam. I... Uh, if you can call that trivia, I don't even know. Uh, anyway, uh, some questions were answered correctly, some were, um, spoiler, not. Um, so that was fun. Go check out Pink Milk and Pink Milk After Dark. Um, also, uh, today, I did not expect this, but I was also featured with Claire Stribling, Nikki Kumar, Charlie Ashby, Noah Outlaw, and Alex Damon on the Imperial Senate podcast stream. I played some Jackbox with them. I mean, I was just part of the audience. I was, I was not really... I wasn't a feature creator or anything, but I beat them all at Quiplash um, somehow. I don't understand how that happened, but that was cool. Um, and then finally, um, we got ourselves a little shout-out in the Galactic Podcast 50th episode. I wrote them an email, and so go check them out. They're awesome. They just celebrated their 50th episode, as I just said, and we really hope to have them on the show very, very soon. Um, so, yeah. <laughs>